BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Winning. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. This is the college football episode, week 10, double-digit weeks. It feels like really nothing crazy happened in week 9, even though Oklahoma went down because they're going to be in the chip anyway. Uh, A couple of fun things happened for me in the fun belt, but not really pertinent. Oregon smacked Utah. Penn State beat Indiana. Oregon State lost. That's kind of redemption for this for this podcast, maybe uh, for me a little bit. Uh, talk with you guys about Oregon State, but you know, I don't, I don't I don't need to gloat about that. Anything anything crazy happened for you guys? Notre Dame killed Pitt. We all expected it, but the tight end went down, so I'm officially worried about them, even in bowl season now. <laughs> um, well, I don't think Hartman will play anyway, so I think I'm just off Notre Dame for the rest of the season. Now it's over. It's over for my for my Hartman. Uh, me and Harmon, uh, uh, Notre Dame. I think I think that's the only thing that really came for me from this weekend. Yeah, I think Ohio I mean, State. Penn State. Kind of still- oh, I was just going to say Penn State embarrassed themselves against yeah. Indiana. But that was really my biggest takeaway from this weekend was that Penn State embarrassed themselves. And Ohio State, too. You're right. Ohio State just didn't, again, like I was saying, it's McCord just doesn't look sharp. Again, now it's two weeks in a row, starting to worry me. Utah, did the Braves stand, went to USC two weeks ago, beat them like John said, and then was at home against Oregon, got absolutely demolished. Like John said. Like John said. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've been good on the Pac-12 this year. I've been killing the Pac-12. I'm going to miss the Pac-12 so much. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think that's yes, that that's over a little now. bit. I've been a big Kentucky Kansas fans. Kansas looked great last week. Kentucky uh looked good too. So I mean just good to try to ride these teams. What game we'll talk about when we get to the actual schedule. Cause I, I want to know what you guys thought. Because you guys both had this team last week and they absolutely puked all over themselves. And now I think I'm picking them this week. So I want to know what you guys got on Scouting Report. Right. Oh, my boy Stanford. Stanford. I'm riding with Stanford. They're, they're my guys now. Like that was just, plus twenty six was so easy against Washington. So easy. Like big time spreads are getting and they're keeping these games within ten or twelve points. So they're getting twenty something every time. So, all right, let's start it off. Do you guys have any games for Thursday night? 
Thursday. What are you talking about? Oh, not- John, Tuesday. Are we doing every day here? All right, let's start. Let's start with Tuesday. Uh, We're recording early this week. Maction. Maction's back on Halloween, man. Greg, you want to go first? Go first. Trick or treating's coming out. Tuesday night, Toledo minus 15 and a half against Buffalo. (laughs) Toledo's good. Buffalo's bad. That's spooky as hell. It's a spooky (laughs) spread. It's a spooky (laughs) spread to lay 15 and a half on a Tuesday night, but you're at home. You're 4-0 in the MAC. You're seven and one in the season if you're Toledo. You're putting up points. The over under is fifty two. It's one of the higher maxion, you know, over unders for the uh for the week. So, you know, a lot of them are in the thirties. So there's gonna be some points here. Toledo, I think, is gonna do pretty well against Buffalo here. Give me Toledo at home minus fifteen and a half. Or spooky, spooky Tuesday night. Okay, I'm against you on that one. Okay. I I, I didn't think you, you were gonna take there was any way you were gonna take fifteen and a half. Uh, I'm taking Buffalo plus 15 and a half Buffalo four and zero against the spread on the road this year, mm. five, one and one in their last seven as a road underdog. I got Buffalo plus 15 and a half. The f- minus 15. I mean, Toledo hasn't been great as a home favorite this year and they have, I don't, I don't see them covering that giant number. And you're right. Toledo is definitely better than Buffalo. They'll win the game, but that's big. And again, it's action. Weird stuff happens. True. Um, I don't know. Do you have Central Michigan? Anything on that game, Greg? Northern Illinois, Central. No, Michigan? I was leaning Northern uh, N- Northern Illinois, but I ended up staying away from it just because five and a half just seems like a weird number. Okay. Um, I took Central Michigan plus five yeah. and a half. Um, Central Michigan is six and one against the spread, coming off a bye with. Jim McElwain as the head coach in his tenure. I think going back to 2019. So I like them coming off the bye. And I thought about the over. Don't think I'm going to do it. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm going to do it. So Central uh, Michigan plus five and a half and an over. An over on Halloween Tuesday Mm -hmm. night matching. I mean, you're writing your own grave here when you start getting mad about how it missed. I'm not going to feel any sympathy for you there. That screams. I, I don't. I mean, me. <laughs> I mean, it screams under to me. It just screams under to me. I don't take anyway. under during action, dude. That's lame. <laughs> <laughs> That's all action is. Action is an under. All right. Are we? What are we doing on Wednesday, boys? What do you uh, got? Greg? I got Bowling Green minus five and a half. I believe that's a Wednesday <sighs> game. It's tough. I think Chip talked about it at one point too about like some of these teams that mean more to us than others. Ball State is one of those teams for me. Uh, a few years ago, when I really started betting, really started gambling, Ball State was hot. Uh, five six <laughs> years ago, I hate that I'm going up against them here, but I don't know. I just think I'm liking these to, these MAC home teams. It's a two and six versus a four and four. These guys aren't very good, but it's five and a half points. Bowling Green, I think, is a little bit better than Ball State. Ball State hasn't really showed me anything all season. So, uh, yeah, give me uh, Bowling Green at home on Wednesday night. That's hilarious. It's the exact same opposite for me with Bowling Green. I love Bowling Green. It's one of those weird <laughs> teams that I've bet on since I started gambling, and I'm going against them on this one, and I feel bad about it like you do with Ball State. For some reason, I got into like looking how these teams are off a of bye this season. Okay. And like, for some bizarre reason, Scott Leffler has been the coach at Bowling Green since 2019. 
They've never covered off a of buy. They're zero and six against the spread off a of buy. That's just weird to me. I don't know. I so I'm taking Ball State plus six. Also, a lot of money was on Bowling Green. Uh, I don't know why a lot of money would be on Bowling Green. I get that they're at home. Ball State's played bad, but they're still Bowling Green. I don't think a lot of money should be on them. So Ball yeah, State plus think, six on that one. I don't think a lot of money should be on any part of this game. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, yep. what's worse, that or Akron versus Kent State? I mean, to be honest with you, all four of these teams, all I do is fade them. So I don't know what to do in these games. Like, honestly, if I'm taking them, I'll take the under. Like, 40 and a half is juicy for Akron <laughs> versus Kent State for me. Like, I'm not touching any of these games. I'm watching NBA. No. Get on me on the Beware. NBA side. Beware uh, of Tuesday, Wednesday here. What's beware up, of totals in Akron games. I said beware of totals in Akron games. They tend to they go to overtime and stuff, and they have weird finishes. I'm taking Akron though in that one. Don't Akron worry, minus three. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere near it. I'm not going anywhere near these games. All right. That's what. I'm, you're not Thursday. betting any of the matching games. I don't know. I'm just gonna stay with the NBA. These 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 two games are these two these two games these matchups are tough. I'm just gonna stay away right now. NFL, I'm finally turning it around. Things no, are finally good. starting to make sense to me. The the board is getting clearer. I'm now I'm starting to pick my pick my bullets here for uh for college. You're wearing your Oregon shirt. I love to see it. My I futures am, are my, nobody cares about my futures, but they're finally coming into fruition here. Uh, so I'm just I'm, I'm just starting to tread lightly here. Mm-hmm. Last couple of weeks, but Thursday. Listen, Thursday, I'm here for it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be Johnny Public here and I'm gonna ride with TCU. Everyone's all over them. Uh plus two and a half. Line makes no sense. Why are they getting points versus Texas Tech? Texas Tech stinks. TCU has been getting better as the season goes on. Makes no sense. So it's probably the worst bet of the whole day, but I'm going with TCU. Um they got absolutely Railroaded by Kansas State uh, last game, and I think this is the bounce back. So give me TCU. You guys touching that game? I'm staying away from everything on Thursday, but I I was looking at this game for a while, and finally I just said Thursday night I can just stick to the NFL because I was really racking my head around this one. Like (laughs) TCU, up until last week, I probably would have bet TCU. I hate Texas Tech. Then all of a sudden TCU looked so bad last week. Um. They were at Kansas State. Now they have to go at Texas Tech, like back-to-back road games. Um, I ended up, like I said, just staying away. But I like the over, but it jumped from 50.5. It opened now. It's at 59.5. It looks like it's sitting out right now. Some places it's even up to 60 already. Uh, I'm, I'm, if, I might maybe take the over if I'm feeling, feeling a little frisky here, but uh, I'm just, I'm just going to stick with TCU. They, they have to make a comeback here to... To really put their stamp to get a nice bowl game, honestly, and, and it matters to programs like TCU. So, uh, uh, and that's what these games are about right now. Week ten, week eleven, week twelve. It starts to get into what games matter for what programs. I think TCU has to show up here. Thirty-one-three is so bad to Kansas State, dude. How yeah. can they sleep at night with that? Kansas State's really good. I know, but come on, it's the field talk goal. Talk about futures. Talk about futures. Four and yeah. one in the Big Twelve. Stupidly, stupidly slept on Kansas State. That was one of my biggest mistakes, sleeping on Kansas State preseason. Uh, What about Duke or Wake Forest, Chip? You looking at that at all? I mean, I watched some Wake Forest last week because I think they played Florida State. Mm -hmm. I was watching that slow mesh against Florida State, and I mean, Mm -hmm. they just kind of do nothing. Great Jersey game. I'm staying away. Yeah, staying away from Duke because they're weird to me right now. 
They their defense didn't play well last week. Nope. I I, I don't know. I, Twelve and a half is a lot. Riley Leonard looks bad. I don't know if he's hurt or if he's just not playing well or both. That's a lot. I know Wake's bad, but twelve and a half is a lot of points. Duke doesn't look good, so I'm staying away from. Yeah. Him. I was thinking about the under. Like you said, Duke's defense doesn't look too good, but they only they held Louisville to 20, 20 something points. Totals forty five here. If I'm betting anything, I was looking at the under in that game. I feel like that's a little high for both these teams because I haven't seen much of in the offense from either of these programs in the last two or three weeks. Under would probably be what I would do if I was going to bet that game. I was thinking about the under in the TCU Texas Tech game too, but mm-hmm. I also don't know that much about Texas Tech. I haven't watched them very much. I just know they've been monumentally disappointing. Yeah. Okay, so this Duke line opened at minus 7 at 10 a.m., and then at 3 p.m. it became 12 and a half. Can anyone explain that? And it looks like there's a huge, it looks like there's a lot of money on a huge Duke, and then they moved it that much, which is interesting. I think Duke is going to roll in this game. I think Wake had a great game versus Florida State. Perfect for college. They they're they're versing the best team, and then after that, they fall on the uh, ground at Duke, which Riley Leonard first game back didn't look great. Second game back at home, he's gonna roll. I love the first. I love first half Duke minus six and a half. Twelve and a half is a lot. I'm kind of I kind of want that to come down a little bit. So we'll see. Twelve and a half is a lot. Hoping yep. maybe to get that catch. If it opened that seven, jump to twelve and a half. Can I catch it at ten? I'll I'll take it even like at a bad football number, but like twelve and a half is tough. So. Yeah, uh, we're recording this on Monday. I'll wait for the Duke. Yeah, <laughs> for the Duke yeah. line. But I like Duke, though. I like Duke. I like Duke first half, minus six and a half. I'm sticking with that. For sure. Are you guys touching South Alabama, Troy? Nope. Mm-mm. All right. Any features on South Are Alabama, you? Troy? I, I just need Troy here. I, ba- I basically have Troy, so we're good. Oh, yeah, you have Troy, yeah. <laughs> Let Troy win. <laughs> I don't need to touch this game. It's disgusting enough. All right. Friday Night Lights. Boston College at Syracuse. Thank God you don't have Tommy DeVito anymore. We saw him at we saw him at Jet Life. Didn't look too good. Are you touching this game? This is a chip game. I'm gonna be shocked if you don't have anything on BC versus Cuse. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I am. <laughs> here we go. I am taking Cuse minus two and a half. <laughs> minus three. I Cuse is rarely ever. A home fa- in the Dino Babers era, they haven't been home favorites a lot. Obviously, they've covered in seven of their last nine as a home favorite. Because typically, when they're a home favorite, they're not favored against a very good team. <laughs> and Boston College isn't very good, mm-hmm. so they've looked bad recently. They should win this game. This is a dude. This is a must-win game. They are reeling right now, and not making a bowl game would be look. Would they be don't. Cuse is a basketball school. It always will be a basketball school. At minimum, you have to make a bowl game. If they miss a bowl game, it's that's the thing that's going to get Dino Vapors fired. You know what? I, I will say this. If they lose to Boston College at home as a favorite, I could see Dino Vapors getting fired after that game if they get embarrassed again. Mm. So I think this yeah. is must win for bowl eligibility. But for both and teams, maybe no? maybe to keep Dino Berber's job. Yeah, for both teams. This is a big one for Boston College, too, because that coach is on the hot seat a little bit, too. So this is a big game for two, like, fledgling programs. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
Boston College's schedule does not get much easier. Uh, Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh, and Miami. They and they need Tech, to win to be bowl eligible. Cues, dude, they're way better than Q's NBC. They whoop the Q's. Yeah, Q's I got schedule, the I, I got the Q's schedule. They got Pitt, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. Well, Q's plays Pitt at Yankee Stadium. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Greg, yeah. what do you think? If Cuse under goes to Yankee Stadium one. and loses, sorry, go ahead. I, Chris. I, no, it's all good. I, like, I think Chip said it perfectly. I don't think either of those teams are very good. Syracuse has lost what three in a row, four in a row now by a lot to not very good teams. Um, and Boston College, I mean, they had I think one maybe impressive game uh, this season. But other than that, red bandana game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, other than that, though, I haven't seen too much that really gets me going. So under 51, I was like Colorado State, Colorado State plus seven at Wyoming. It's kind of one of those, you know, Friday, eight o'clock, throw something on. because I'll be watching sports anyway, kind of games. And I feel like Colorado State's p- p- kind of playing up and down a little bit. And I just haven't seen too much from Wyoming. Like Wyoming has popped up on my radar two or three times this season. And they've been Which good. One? They've been winning. I just don't know how good they've been doing against the spread. I feel like Colorado State kind of impressed me a little bit covering the spread against UNLV two weeks ago. Last week, tough game against Air Force. Um, I think Air Force is just offense is better than Wyoming. So I think it's going to be close. I think seven points is just too many for Colorado State-Wyoming. I just don't think there's a touchdown difference between these two teams. Man, I really, really beg to differ here, Greg. Okay. First of all, Wyoming is not only five and two straight up; they're four, two and one against the spread. And one of those, uh, one of those covers is against Texas when they were hot and in September. But you're talking about lately. You said you haven't seen anything from Wyoming lately. Not only did they cover Air Force, but they had a really good game against Air Force last week. They could have beat them. Uh, if you were watching that game, they beat Fresno State as dogs. They yep. Beat why they beat New Mexico. I don't know if they covered that game though, but they were like uh two t- they were like 14 and a half or something. Um beat Appalachian State. I'm looking at it right now, lost to Texas, beat Portland State, beat Tech beat Texas Tech. I yep. mean, as, as again, as plus 14, beat Texas, that was week one or week zero, or whatever. That was ages ago. Yeah, and think- that's that's the only time I've really seen them. I, I watched them against Texas Tech, I watched them against Texas, and then I haven't seen them in the last four or five weeks. So they could be playing good. They could be playing bad. It just no, they look really good against the Air Force last week. Yeah, I actually well, really like Wyoming two weeks here. Ago, yeah, I really actually, yeah, I, I, uh, I actually really like Wyoming. Well, I'm taking them minus seven. It's nice, and I'm taking them first half. All right, jumping into Saturday, Chip. Why don't you start us off here with the noon Saturday slate? It's week ten. There's big games on and big spreads. Honestly, for me. I don't love so many games, so let me know. Let the people know. What do you got going at 12, Chip? Notre Dame minus three. I saw the money on clubs. No, you don't like that one, John? I, I'm scared of Notre Dame now. Now that the tight end went down, right? He was like third in all of FBS in uh, receiving yards and touchdowns. Uh, now I'm supposed to trust Notre Dame. How much do they care about this game? Dabo Sweeney and Clemson just lost. Now they're at home. 
they need to win this game more than anything on earth. Like, I, I don't know. Will Shipley is going to run, run all over Notre Dame and beat them. You're going to be shocked by that? I would be shocked by that, yes. yes. Given how helpless Clemson has looked recently. I would be shocked if they ran all over Notre Dame. They have looked pathetic, Clemson. All right. Yeah. All right, that's good. I don't think this is not the Clemson. I, I like Notre Dame. Used to. I good. love Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame minus three at Clemson. I think Dabo, man, it's – I'm not going to go as far as to say it's over for good, but this is – they need a complete overhaul there. Yeah, I mean – They haven't Clem- been home underdogs in – since like for like five years or something, I read. Like it's crazy how long they've been – how long it's been. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame's my first best bet of the day, John. I, I'm, okay. I'm willing to say it. I think Clemson's dead. I think the program's dead. I think Davos Sweeney's dead. Um, <laughs> they haven't had anyone talented in the in the building in three or four years. Like, like where's the where are the recruiting classes? Like, where did everyone go? Like, after ETN and Lawrence leave, there's just nobody. Like, they went on a good run from... Watson to Lawrence, where they had stud receivers, they had stud running backs, they had tremendous defensive players, and there's just now it's been two or three years now of just absolutely nothing. Um, Notre Dame minus two and a half. I think this is too easy. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. Clemson does not make me nervous. I mean, back to back losses on the road last week to NC State. I mean. You're just the program's in shambles. They they're going to get bowl eligible here because they have like Georgia Tech and then you know a couple other soft teams at the end of the end of the slate here for uh, Clemson. But uh, Notre Dame's not one of them. First best bet of the day: Notre Dame minus two and a half, minus three, minus four, whatever you want to give me. <laughs> All right. What else do you got going here at noon, Greg? So the team that I want to talk to you guys about because you guys I think were both big on the Gators last week and they got absolutely steamrolled by Georgia. Mm-hmm. I love Florida minus six at home, bouncing back after Ohio or uh, the Georgia game uh, last week, uh, playing Arkansas, who's two and six, zero and five in the SEC, just absolutely terrible. I feel like this line at minus six is just begging you to take Florida, and I feel like part of it is because of a little bit of an overreaction to the Georgia game last week. But hand up, I didn't really watch that game. I was watching other games at noon or whatever they played last week. So am I Am I uh, taking the cheese here going Florida minus six? Is, is Florida just as bad as Arkansas? Is Arkansas better than I think? Like, what do you guys think here? Arkansas Florida is definitely not, not better than Arkansas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Well, I think we're on the same page there. And, you know, honestly, yeah. Greg, like my... My stupid football brain would say, "Oh, Florida! Like Florida had a bye week. This was they were supposed to kill last week at home at the swamp versus you know a big foe to change their whole dynamic, change the whole season, change the whole narrative around. Didn't do it. Now they're at home with that spread. Like what are we talking about? But my gambling brain says this is the perfect spot for Florida. They folded. Now they have to come back. No bye week. They got to turn it around right away in the swamp." Are they going to come back? So Arkansas stinks. I'm with you on Florida, actually. I like that. I'm adding that to my card. Yeah, I mean, Florida stinks, but I mean, their last five losses were at LSU, home against A&M, at Ole Miss, at Alabama. Like, those are tough games. And then last week, 
or two weeks ago, home against Mississippi State, they lost seven to three. So that's the one that stood out to me. Like, oh, maybe Arkansas is as bad as I think Arkansas is. Like, if you're losing to Mississippi State seven three, you don't really have too much going on. So A and M is bad too. That was A&M one of the bad. worst performances yeah. I've ever seen. That that yep. Mississippi State loss. That was they quit. Yeah. Arkansas quit. They're done. They fired their offensive so off coordinator. That word. Yeah. All right, so Greg, am I here to assume that in the Big 12 matchup of the day, you have Kansas State over Texas? I don't just because I have a can I have Kansas State futures at like plus 500. Um so I'm not taking anything in this game. I'm not doubling down if I would. Obviously, I'd be taking Kansas State plus 4. Um Texas, I was all over the under last week. They played pretty good. Like I watched some of that game because I like I said I had the under um, BYU just, uh, they made it an easy bet for me. They're putting up six points. I mean, Texas was still able to score 35 points. Um, Murphy was still pretty good. Um, I think they relied on the run a little bit more than they had in the past, but that's to be expected. Defense looked good. Special teams looked good for Texas. So, um, I'm nervous as a Kansas State future ticket holder, four and one of the conference <laughs> going up against four and one of the conference. Um, they could tie it up right here. They could both be seven and two mm-hmm. after this game. If Kansas State gets the win on the road, they, like I said, they look really good in a tune up game the last two weeks, TCU two weeks ago. And then Houston last week, I was all over that. That was an all time easy bet. Houston stinks. So to win 41 <laughs> nothing, um, you know, these guys are playing as good as they've ever played. So the offense, I feel like is more powerful for Kansas State earlier in the season. I feel like. They're getting it done in different ways now. Um, they're not throwing it, I guess, as much as I would say. So um, Howard, I feel like, has kind of taken a little bit of a step back, but it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. Very excited about this game. All right. Chip. I have the under in that one. Uh, mm. It's 51 and a half. Uh, Texas is a l- last 11 home games. Nine of them have gone to the under. So I like the under in this one. Uh, I, I agree with Greg there. With K-State, their offense hasn't been as good lately. And I think Texas just, a lot of times they're expected to score just a bunch of points and play shootouts, and they just don't typically live up to that number. So And now they have the backup quarterback playing too. I, I like the under her. All right. I'm not touching that game. Um, I need Texas. To, to make it to that championship game. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions. Same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Um, so, uh, Greg, sorry about that, but Texas is in my future, so we'll, we'll see what goes on there. I'm not going to touch it, though. I'm just going to kind of let it, uh, let that one ride. Don't really love the line either. But that's about it for for the noon games for me. I, I don't want to touch Jacksonville State versus South Carolina because, first of all, I need South Carolina to kill Jacksonville State, but 14 and a half is a lot. Like, I'm wondering if that's because of the conference stuff. Right, is South Carolina good enough to be fourteen and a half against anyone? Jacksonville State has is six two and one against the spread. They are second in conference USA. I need Western Kentucky to get up there and play Liberty in that championship game, just so because uh, that's both of my futures all over the place are Liberty and Western Kentucky for that conference. So I need them both to be in there, so I just can't lose, and I like I'll have some parlays that I'll keep rolling. So I need Jacksonville State right now to lose. South Carolina, but 14 and a half seems crazy. So don't want to take that. Don't want to touch Wisconsin, Indiana, because that game's absolutely disgusting. Would we'll touch oh. the under. Are you taking that chip? Oh, I have the under in that one. Yeah. Okay. I had that. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys have anything else uh, for 12 before we move on to mid afternoon? Uh, I agree with you. Jacksonville State, I'm not taking. Feels like they're begging you to take Jacksonville State. I have plus 16 here, so I'm passing on that. I have Texas A&M plus three against Ole Miss. Feels like classic look-ahead game. Ole Miss has Georgia next week. So I think mm-hmm. they could actually lose that one straight up. And my like entire, that. everything everything in me is telling me Texas A&M on the road, don't take it because you hate Jimbo. And that's just betting with your heart completely. So I'm like, okay, my head tells me don't do that. Take A and M. That's the smart play. So I'm going with A and M, and probably going to take A and M money line too. This seems like a game that Ole Miss would lose, right? Yeah, no, I agree. I actually agree with yeah. that logic. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, oh, I didn't man. think about that, but I agree with that logic. I didn't think about it at all. I love Ole Miss. I'm taking Ole Miss minus three. I didn't realize okay. they had Georgia next week, but dude, Texas A and M is so bad. They're as close to a bet against list as you possibly can get in my book. Why is it three um, though, Greg? Why is it three? Cause I think it's just an SEC, SEC game. I mean, put a little respect on Texas A&M. Like they're not nobodies, but they just, uh, yeah, like, like I think it's, I agree. I think it should be more like seven or eight. Like, like three is a little scary for sure. Um, both these teams can score too. Like the over under is 53. So, like, what are we looking at here? Like a 24, 23 <laughs> game? Like, that's like, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm going Ole Miss minus three, though. I think it's just don't think just throw. Like, Texas A&M is not good. Ole Miss is. Um, and Nebraska. Uh, I was talking about Texas A&M being as close as I can get to a bet against list. Michigan State is on a bet against list for me. Like, I have three weeks in a row now. Uh, bet against them. I'm pretty sure they've covered. The other team has covered all three weeks. I'm a little nervous that it's Nebraska because I don't really like betting Nebraska. <laughs> but I mean, Nebraska was nice last week, dude. 
last week i think we all jumped on the minnesota train i don't know too much about minnesota but that was a nice minus seven and they won by 10 or or 14 two weeks ago it was michigan that was minus 35 they won by 40 something i think it just keeps rolling two like three weeks before that was Rutgers. um so yeah like minus three and a half is a small number at michigan state i just don't think it's very good and uh you have to go on the road, which sucks, but I don't think Michigan State's like a crazy environment to play in. Not right now, it's not. Well. <laughs> They're dead right now. Talk about dead programs. No, okay, <laughs> I'm telling you on Nebraska. I, I was concerned about the same because it's Nebraska, but Michigan State is on my don't bet list too, and yep. I was a little worried nobody was going to be with me, but uh, I'm taking Nebraska to add that to my card. I feel like a college football season isn't complete until you at least have a little money on Nebraska and they lose in heartbreaking <laughs> fashion. So I haven't done it all season. Um, let's give it a shot here on the uh, first weekend of November. Man, if they lose, if they lose to Michigan State straight up. We're going to be talking about that next week for sure. Yeah, that would be tough. <laughs> that'd be tough. You can't lose to Michigan State. That'd be tough. Yeah. All right, three p.m. This is a little bit of a. Of, of, a, of a heart bet again overs like where where i'm in over life right now for the next for the next couple of weeks like this is it for me so i've been staring um in the american athletic conference i've been staring at uh, memphis for a while because i need tulane and dtsa to be on top there um so i've been staring at memphis a lot this season they are two four and one against the spread not good uh yeah. last time i checked this week they're going against South, uh, South Florida. South Florida has been pretty good. I don't think they've had one game this entire year that wasn't close, including the Alabama game, which was like 17-3. Still close. <laughs> like they they played good in every game. I can't believe the spread is uh, so large. This game like 13 and a half. That's insane. I think um, South Florida might actually win this game straight up. So I love 13 and a half. It's honestly one of my best bets of the day. I like that. I like that. I'll follow your best bet with one of my best bets. And it's, I've made amends. I've repented. Uh, two weeks ago, I started betting on Oklahoma State. Last week, I made it on my best bet. And as soon as I did that, my guy, Ollie Gordon, the second, just started going nuts. So the running back of Oklahoma State, he's figured it out. 200-something yards of both games, last two games. Really, it's just the offense has been going. Um, I can't pick them straight up against Oklahoma, even though I want to, uh, just because I have some Oklahoma futures. So I'm going with the over. I think both these teams can score 63 points. It's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I love the rivalry. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Oklahoma State's been putting up 40-something points a game the last few games. Oklahoma can do that in their sleep. <laughs> Give me the over 63. Okay. That's my second best bet. The, the last day. Bedlam game, man. The last Bedlam game. The last game. one ever. Yeah. And I've been thinking Maybe about six and a half. I've been staring at coach. it. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Over in that game. I'm taking that one too. I like that. And then, yeah, Penn State for me. I, I'm riding them. The last two weeks have been ugly. Minus 10 and a half here this week. I'm going back to the well. I thought they were going to get right against Indiana. 
It was one of the most disgusting games I've ever watched. I can't believe <laughs> that I'm back betting them again. Um, but Maryland, Chip, you talked me into it, or you talked me out of it, I guess, last week uh, with Northwestern against Maryland. I mean, how do you lose to Northwestern? It's insane, but the Maryland figured out a way to do it. Now you got to host Penn State, who's looked bad the last two weeks, and hopefully get right game for Penn State. Um before they play Michigan. The only thing that scares me a little bit is maybe it's a little bit of a look ahead for Michigan next week, but I think it's a tune-up game for sure. Like, I think they get right. I think they dot their T's and cross their I's this week, and they win this game by 30. Give me Penn State minus 10 and a half. All right, believer in Penn State has nothing to do with his background. And who am I to talk about bias? Because I'm about to spit out a couple games here again. More towards my futures, but also... Be, I've been watching them all season because of they're my features, right? So yeah. I've been paying attention to them, but there's a bias here. I need these teams to win. So it's UTSA who was back from the dead. UTSA was dead, and they're back. All they got to do is beat North Texas here, and they are alive. I'm riding UTSA, minus six and a half, touchdown, give it to me. Coastal Carolina versus Old Dominion. Nobody cares about that game, but it is the Sun Belt East. Championship game of the day for them. Like whoever loses is out. Whoever wins is in. Like they have a chance now to play, especially because James Madison again can't make it. And speaking of James Madison, minus five and a half. And this line makes no sense to me. I get that Georgia State is second, and right now they're technically on top, ready to be the you know the top of the uh, of the division. Honestly, I think JMU is going to scrape them. I don't think this is going to be close. I honestly might alternate spread this uh, just to be annoying about this game. I don't think this is going to be close. I think this is a two-touchdown game, and I need it. So those three, I, I, I need all to go my way for my future stuff to, to have a smooth road to the end here with uh, what would be two weeks left, right? It was just a two, three weeks left yeah. here. So yeah, yeah. be good. And to the Bulls, I'm with you. I was with JMU. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's spicy. Then I was like, oh, I don't know what John needs for this conference. So I'm going to stay away. Now that I know you want JMU minus five and a half, like I was, I'm thinking about making it a best bet. Like I love JMU this week. So they're killers. Yeah. And they're trying to play spoilers. Like they're angry. They're mad about this conference. It's five and a half points. They are one of the better teams, you know, and the, not the power five teams. In the country, I'm with you, and John. Another team that you've been talking up all season, I'm riding with. Um, who did I have last week? I think against Cal, go oh, Oregon minus twenty three and a half. Is my how yeah. is a you had USC? Oh. USC played Cal last week, didn't they? Yeah, USC. Yes, and they, and Cal kept it close. First like, half, they were on the ropes. I don't think they do it two weeks in a row. I don't think you give USC the game. You give them. Uh, now against Oregon, like I, I think you have, if you're a, the Cal program, you have one of those games in your tank all season. You use it against USC. You almost got the win against USC. It would have been an all time upset. But uh, now, Big Bad Oregon comes in here minus twenty three and a half. I think they win this game by thirty five. Big Bad Oregon is right, baby. I need them to yep. keep rolling. I, I'm with you. I don't care. I, I need Oregon. Uh, no messing around there. Yep. Chip, what do you got? What do you got going in the afternoon? Well, I got Air Force minus 18 and a half against Army. Mm. Need Air Force. I Need love them. Air Force after last week, especially after last week. I hope, I mean, I'm sure it's an outside shot, but New Year's Six Bowl for Air Force would be awesome. 
I think they're one of the best offenses in the country. I think they can definitely make it there. I got that. Uh, FSU minus 22 against Pitt. You talk about dead. I mean, Pat Narduzzi may have just killed himself at Pitt, trashing his own team. Uh, I think mm. they're, they don't want to play for their coach after all that crap. I think FSU needs to bury someone. And Pitt is so bad. I like FSU minus 22. And That's my card. Yeah. And Iowa Northwestern at Wrigley Field under 31. Opened up at 29, lowest point total in college football history. It's at 31 now. I think that game is definitely going to go under. It's five. Iowa's favored by five. Maybe Northwestern money line leaning there. I really like Northwestern, especially after last week. But just saw online Brian Ferentz probably not coming back next year as Iowa's offensive coordinator. So that may give a little bit of motivation to the Iowa team <laughs> to win that one. But I'm definitely sticking with the under because he's still the offensive coordinator for this season. So they're not going to score a lot of points now. Yeah, I was thinking about taking Iowa in that one because I wonder if it's like the win one for Brian thing. Like you said, he's, he's not coming back, <laughs> but he's still here now. Let's go out there and get it, boys. In a, in a barn burner 14 to 7 game, this yeah, is going to exactly. be, I mean, it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be disgusting. But um, it's the lowest total in history. It opened yeah. at 29, lowest total in history. It's up to 31. I'm t- there, I don't think it reaches 31. Like, no. It's a 30 and a half right now, I see. Oh, okay. Well, it's on a baseball field, too. Iowa on a baseball field, they won't throw the ball once. Yeah, like, do you guys remember someone was talking about it today, about the first time they played at Wrigley, where they, like, screwed up the field, and you could only play one way. I think it was, like, 10 years ago. It was before I really started watching college football a ton. But if you look up pictures of it, I think there's, like, pictures up there. I think there's, like, a news segment about it. But they've obviously figured it out now. But at one point, there was, like, no... There was the end zone, but there was the, the the wall for the baseball fence was right up against the back of the end zone. So you couldn't run out of the back of the end zone. So like it's not <laughs> safe. So we're only playing they only played offense in one direction the whole game. That's so funny. um they've obviously figured it out. It's a very big ten thing to have happen, I feel like. Yeah. Look what happened at MetLife yesterday, which was the Big Ten game. There was only offense going one way. Any field goals kicked this way. Anytime any offenses were going towards my way, it was either a turnover, missed field goal. Nothing yeah. went my way. Punts only. Every every score was toward the other end zone. So maybe that's just a thing, Greg. Maybe it's yeah. just a thing. All right. Last, last game here. I just need them to win. Again, it's just Tulane. I don't love the spread, though. It's just so many points. Minus 16 and a half. ECU has not really been a team. East Carolina is usually pretty yeah. good. This year, they have not been a team at all. Um, so I, I guess I would take that. I just need them to win. So just just please win the game. Um, you mentioned Oregon, and I'm throwing Liberty in there. I just need Liberty to win. Anything else before we jump to the sevens? Nope. Chip, why don't you start us off with the seven PMs here? Okay. I don't know if you guys looked at Kansas against Iowa State. Iowa State is favored yeah, by two and a half. Makes no sense to me after what just happened with Kansas. I'm taking Kansas money line in that one. Uh, maybe it's weird because that seems ridiculous. I, I I don't know. I know Iowa State's played better lately since they lost to Ohio. I don't know. I'm still. I know Kansas State's Kansas is on the road. They're coming off a huge win. I like Kansas money line at seven o'clock on Sat uh, at seven o'clock 
on Saturday on the road against Iowa State. Yeah, this is one where I'm going with the under uh, 54, and it's because this game makes absolutely no sense. I mean, Iowa State has played pretty well. Iowa State sneaky, I think, is 4-1 in the Big 12. Like They're in the Big 12 mix as much as anyone else is in the Big 12 mix. 5-3 and three on the season, so you need you know, you know need a couple people to lose here and there. But you have Kansas still, you have Texas still, you still have Texas, uh, Kansas State on the schedule. So you still have your three big games uh, on the schedule. After losing to Oklahoma 50-20, to 20, they've rattled off three wins in a row. Granted, not very good teams, but uh, TCU and Baylor in the conference. So um, they're playing well. And now you got your big, your first ranked opponent in a while here at home, November 4th, 7 o'clock, Kansas after a big-time win, big letdown spot for them. They're college kids. They've been partying. They've been hanging out. <laughs> um, give me the under. I think it's going to be low scoring if Iowa State can stay in this, and the the bookmakers think that Iowa State can stay in this. They're favoring them by two and a half points. I think it just makes no sense. So, uh, give me the under in this one. All right, I am. I'm just going to stick. I'm I'm sticking with the same theme here, and I've been vindicated a little bit going against Oregon State. Last mm-hmm. week. And I was maybe vindicated a little bit more taking Colorado, maybe the easiest spread of the day last week versus UCLA. I've been pretty good on both those teams so far this year. Maybe a little bit more wrong with UCLA. So I kept going with my heart a little bit too much until I had to come back to life. Plus 13 and a half. Hopefully Sanders doesn't get kicked out of the game uh, this week. That would be fantastic. Everybody's all over Oregon State, which makes me like it even more. The problem is Oregon State's a real team, right? I know. And Colorado has the tough linebackers, not the greatest line on both sides. I don't think Oregon State can do anything with, against Travis Hunter. Uh, I And that that's their game, to just air yeah. it out. Uh, I, I Honestly, I love 13 and a half. I'm going to think about the money line a lot. Probably get them in a couple parlays. I love Colorado plus 13 and a half. I know that's at 10 o'clock. I'm gonna give you a nine o'clock. I got Western Kentucky because I need them, but I'm not taking the spread. <laughs> How about that? Are you guys touching LSU Alabama? I'm at in Colorado. Absolutely. Alabama minus three. My line in the sand for the SEC. Damn. It all comes down to this. Bama minus three. They haven't looked great. They're still hanging around. This is gonna be low scoring, even though the spread's 60. I love the under in this one. Um quietly have just won game after game after game crushed Tennessee two weeks ago you have the bye week to get ready at home I love Alabama so much I was thinking about making the best bet but Alabama minus three for me for sure saving off a bye come on Bama versus LSU at home at night Tuscaloosa Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, it's too easy for me. Uh, the other thing that's too easy too is Kentucky minus four against uh, is it Old Miss. No, Mississippi State. They're trash. Mississippi State. Yeah, terrible team. I think it's two or three weeks in a row. I feel like I'm just finding myself betting against Mississippi State without even knowing it. And Chip just always confirms that they're terrible, which I love. <laughs> um, my third and final best bet. I've been all over Kansas and Kentucky. I'm riding them again. Give me Kentucky minus four. 
in this one. And then my final bet in the 7 o'clock sleep, I need someone to talk me out of this because I'm thinking about doubling down, throwing down two, three units here because this spread makes no sense. Washington minus three and a half against Dude, USC. It's four and a half now? It should be 15 and a half. Yeah. What am I I have missing? no idea what's happening. The over 75 and a half right now? Washington hasn't but, looked like spectacular. And even though they've won, it's not like they've won pretty. Like they got lucky watching Stanford. I've been no, I know USC. USC's look terrible. Dude, they beat but Oregon. They weren't USC's USC. USC's getting just, money. Washington USC. didn't have Washington had one bad game versus Arizona State, who honestly they've been playing pretty good against really good teams. They've just been keeping Washington it close. Washington play well against Stanford. Washington play well against Stanford. Yeah, I think that, but but it's three and a half because it's USC, and because it's at USC, and that's why it's three and a half. Yeah, I mean, dude, USC should have lost three games in a row. Like, like the fact that they mm-hmm. won, they beat Cal by one, is maybe what's making this not a double digit spread. Like, it to me just makes no sense. Like, like I said, I think I'm going if I'm having a good day on Saturday. I think I'm betting a lot on uh, Alabama, Washington, Kentucky, and Kansas in the seven o'clock slate here. Yeah, so if I'm having a good day, I and I'm rolling, and my bets were I've been hitting, especially my futures. I'm riding Georgia Southern over Texas State. I need that game more than anything. Georgia Southern, that's 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 unquestionable. Well, line, not lying to saying, Greg, this is a lava line. Like this is it. Like this is <laughs> yeah. the line. I need Georgia Southern to beat Texas State here. So I'm all in. I need Washington, especially over USC, right? Because USC winning does nothing for me. Washington losing. Kind of stinks, right? They're going to play Oregon anyway. Yeah. So just, so just give me Washington here. They should, that's, Greg, that's the only thing. Because we talk about motivation. USC kids, technically, they're not going to save their season, but theoretically, they will. If they beat Washington at home, undefeated, their season's going to completely bounce back. For Washington, it doesn't really matter. They're going to go to the, the, the conference championship anyway. You know what I'm trying to say? So that's the only trepidation that yeah. I see here. The but but if Washington comes ready to play, this is this is this is a double digit win. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like forty five to twenty. Like I think it's just not even gonna be close. So you got the under. Um. Yeah, I guess technically forty five to twenty the under by 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 two scores. Five points. No, forty five to twenty. Sixty five. Yeah, it's seventy five and a half. Oh, seventy five. I think no, it's seventy. It's a seven and a half, bro, on a hook. <laughs> you, lost, you lost that by ten and a half. You're not even close. Uh, all right. <laughs> Might be the under. Uh, late games, though, real quick, and then I'll kick it to Chip because I know he's probably got a bunch here. You talked about Colorado. I'll take that. Add my boy Stanford. I'm Ryan with Stanford. Go. I love that Christmas tree getting me in the, the spirit, the holiday spirit. Uh, 13 and a half points. Two weeks in a row. Ryan with Stanford going back to it again. Are you taking money line? No. Okay. Nope. I said no. Okay. I mean, I love the 10 p.m.s, man. I'm all over the... T- like, I, I, I can't remember a time in my life where I was ready to, to sit down on my couch, ready to go. I cannot wait for the 9 p.m., 10 p.m. games. I'm going to watch Sanford. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll add Sanford mm-hmm. to my car just for you on the Pac-12 network there. <laughs> and then we got Western Kentucky, Needham. 
Colorado already talked about it. Fresno State, need them. Minus three and a half. I don't have to look at the blue field of Boise State. Boise State sinks. Fresno State at home. I absolutely need them. And then UCLA, Arizona, 53 and a half. I'm taking the over. I love that game. I'm scared to take UCLA because Arizona's just been so good. I'm just taking yeah. the over and just watching. I, I really love that game. I'm just gonna. I just want to watch it. So I'm loving the 10 p.m.s. I'm gonna be watching till 2 a.m. if Colorado does something crazy and bring yeah. it to overtime again, especially because they're 13 and a half dogs. So that means if they keep it close towards the end, it's gonna be close. Yeah. I have to take Colorado money line. I'm mean, gonna feel so dumb if if, <laughs> if it's a one possession game and I'm watching. I'd be like, dude, 13 and a half was too easy. I, I need the plus 450. That's it. Yeah. That's it for my card. I think I'm going to have to take Colorado too now that you're saying that. But I got two home dog money lines and then I'm done. You mentioned UCLA. I'm taking Arizona money line in that one. Uh, I like Arizona there. You said Arizona's been really good and they're only three point dogs. I like them. And we didn't talk about NC State uh, against the U. NC State at home plus four. I may take the plus four, but I'm definitely taking the money line. So NC State money line and Arizona money line. Definitely taking those two. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Greg, why don't you finish off uh, the episode here with your uh, final bets? Are you done? That's it for me. I got Colorado All right. Stanford in a late night. I might be at an Arizona UCLA if I'm up and watching. All right. You'll be up. Yeah. I'm going to keep you up. Because we have we, there's five, six games there that are going to be going nuts. And I mean, Greg has been on the trading cards. Yep. He's got... I. I, I we got Dante Moore now. We got to sign Dante Moore. We did. We, we got to be up at 10 p.m., Greg. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's about it for the Winning Picks Weekly Week 10 football episode. Catch us on Knicks, Comment, Jets, Comment, ETC, period, YouTube. We got the Winning Picks Weekly, Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Play. Hit us up. means a lot. Like on our YouTube if you were watching. We had some viewers in here. Comment next time. Let us know what you got. Let us know what you think on these games. We out. Can't wait for Ohio State, Michigan, Ricey. Let's go. We out. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.